What is up, guys? Welcome back here to the B2 Podcast here on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, this week's episode, we're going to be diving into essentially why I think the Brooklyn Nets should just blow it up and kind of just start over, kind of just figure out them and the Lakers and the Clippers. But we're going to dive into mostly the Nets and the Lakers this week. I mean, if you guys want, like, a Clippers one in depth, we could do, like, a Clippers one fully in depth. But I think the best case right now is to just maneuver it right now. So we're going to dive into that this week. So, let's buckle up. Okay, so here's why I think the Nets should mostly blow this up. And we're just going to, like, discuss it and kind of just figure things out here. So, the main reason is, a couple weeks ago, the Nets got blown up by, like, 35 points to the Sacramento Kings. They lost 153 to, like, 120-something. And it was, like, a big thing. after <clears throat> And after the post-game, like, thing, like, Katie, uh, I mean, Katie came out and said who he's hooping with and why they're just, like, you know, who, who, who he's hooping with, referring to guys like Ahmad Summer and just different people like that. Just making different things. And, like, Vanessa as a whole... Or just, like, a mess. <clears throat> but, I think if you work at it in the sense of NBA, like, the Nets and the Lakers are probably in two be worst positions in sports right now. And, Tom, in terms of NBA, like, the Lakers just won a title in 2020 during the bubble year, but really haven't done anything post that bubble season to really, like, to really just, like, put them, like, over the top and to really just, like, put them over the sense where what they have is this. But neither have the Nets. Um, <clears throat> the Nets and Lakers are so, like, of the same similar scenario. But I feel like the reason why the Nets should blow this up is because the Nets have a guy by the name of Kyrie Irving, who is, every time you turn on in sports news, Kyrie Irving's in the media for something. Whether it's for some comments he made, or rather it's because he thinks this is, for, you know, whatever. It's just, this. every day you hear something new about Kyrie Irving and why he is this or that. And I think that the Nets need to just consider running things coast. Like, Kyrie, in my opinion, is more of a cancer to that, in that locker room than he would be to anything else. And when you try to blow up, like, excuse me, when when you have somebody like that in your locker room, like a Kyrie Irving, it's gonna it's gonna cause waves between some of the other guys in the team. Obviously, they may fire Steve Nash, and there was just there was just a lot of stuff with the Nets, but <clears throat> but the Nets as a whole are a mess. And uh, yeah, but like they have Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving has said a lot of messed up shit. We. All know that, but Kyrie, when he's on the court and when he's not doing stupid stuff, we all know Kyrie is one of the best players in the NBA. And but that's the thing: when he's not getting suspended by the NBA or by the Nets, he just served a five-game suspension from the Nets for some anti-Semitic comments he made. He's just—he's all over the place as far as trying to. Figure out like the bigger picture here, and then obviously <clears throat> Kevin Durant admitted that he requested a trade because he did not like the way the team was being functioned, and he just didn't like the way the team was being like produced and functioned, and just all these different semantic stuff that just was just like mind-boggling. 
Um, but I think if you look at it, Katie, Katie in my eyes has always been a player hopper. Uh, he joined the 73 wing Warriors to get two rings. He didn't do anything in OKC. He didn't do anything in Brooklyn. Or he hasn't done anything in Brooklyn at the current moment. But he, everything, everything he's done, done to cement his legacy has been with Steph Curry and the Warriors. And the Warriors just won the title uh, in this past season in 2022 without without Steph Curry. So I think it. I think it all comes down to what do the well, what do the Nets and Sean Marks and Joe Tuzeri think they have building in that culture? Like what do what do they think they have to help structure the team to help build a better team around just like in general? As a Knicks fan, like I find this funny and I find this laughable, but the Knicks. I was actually talking with about this as someone at my college that I go to, and I will keep like I would get back this up. The Knicks have a better future than the Nets do, just. Long term financially, right? In like five years, if the Nets don't win the championship for Katie and Kyrie, it will go down as a massive, massive, massive failure. Where if the Knicks, even if the Knicks don't win a championship for five years, the Knicks' future is brighter than what the Nets would be. Anyway, we gotta stay on track here. Let's talk about the Nets. So, anyway. The Nets then, after they fired Steve Nash, there was reports that they were going to be hiring Emir Doka, who was currently suspended by the Boston Celtics for a scandal that I think we all know. I'm not going to go too full in depth in that scandal, but I think we all know kind of where that was. And then they ended up just going with Jericho Vaughn, who was a very long time assistant. He filled in from bubble when during the COVID season when they were in the bubble. He filled in from there. And now Vaughn is back to being a head coach with the Nets. He's been the like he's been named the permanent like head coach of the Booker Nets. So like I guess all that Emil Doka nonsense was just like a thing that who knows. But Bay and Vaughn and they've been playing together pretty well. I mean I haven't really watched much Nets basketball so far this year, but um you know. They've obviously, they haven't been, there really hasn't been much in the media regarding the Brooklyn Nets, which is, <laughs> which is huge because it seems like every day we were hearing something like, Katie said this, Kyrie said this, oh, should they fire Steve Nash, should Sean Marks be fired, like, every day there was something new with the Nets, and now, like, it's been like five, six, couple weeks, and we have not heard anything, so... I think things are finally starting to tension down in Brooklyn, New York, but maybe not. Um, <clears throat> I think it definitely depends on where the severity is between the two teams, but I, I think I think they can be well. And, um, yeah. So the Nets, like I said, are in one of the worst positions in the NBA. But we got to talk about the Lakers, man, because the Lakers, yeah. We're going to talk about the Lakers. So here's why I think the Lakers are one of the worst positions, or probably, I think the Lakers are probably in the worst position in NBNB just because of the way they've done things. So as we all know, the Lakers in 2020, they won the NBA championship inside the NBA Orlando bubble, which was huge for the Lakers. It was their first championship, I think, since 2000 or 2009, somewhere, somewhere 
or 2010. Somewhere along that time frame, I wasn't fully into basketball during that time, so don't really know the exact answer, but I, wa I want to say it was 2009. And, um, so we got to the bubble, AD, they had Anthony Davis with Brown James, and then they had, then they had some dramatic, like, role players, fantastic role players, like Kyle Kuzma, and I believe Dwight Howard was hooping for that team, and just Andre Drummond was hooping for them, so they had a lot of things going for <coughs> for them and for a squad that really just why were Brown went there. Flash forward to twenty twenty one, they make the trade for Russell Westbrook, and the whole just like the whole thing has been terrible. Russell Westbrook's come in and they were terrible. People have called Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, and just... The Lakers as a whole have just been terrible since the bubble. And I think it is because they had a great foundation. They had a great core going. If I guess, like, Kuzma, LeBron, AD, Shooter, Pat Bev. Like, no, no, maybe not Pat Bev. But they had, they had a great core going. And they messed it up. To try and build a big three with LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook. And it has not worked out whatsoever. LeBron has been battling injuries and showing that he is human and he's getting older. Unlike some other athletes. Tom Brady, Justin Verlander, just in a few. But Le LeBron is finally showing like maybe that's some regression with the injuries he's been battling and just like that. Anthony Davis, we all know his body is just made out of sandpaper. Like, we've known this. We've known that for a while. But, uh, yeah. We, we've all known that AD's body has been made out of sandpaper. Because AD is terrible. Like, he is just terrible. So. Yeah, so AD's body's been out of uh, sandpaper, I and mean, Russell Westbrook, we, 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 we all know what Russell Westbrook did last year for Breakers. Uh, that first year was a train wreck. Just a complete, automatic train wreck. Um, but I think, <clears throat> I think this year, Breakers are still one of the worst teams in the NBA. Um, LeBron James has been bad with injuries. Anthony Davis is born out of his mind. But how much longer can AD actually stay healthy and stay consistent is something that we have yet to see. Um, and then Russell Westbrook, we all know what uh, Russell Westbrook brings to kind of the table and kind of just sees like what he has and you know everything like that. But <clears throat> personally, in my opinion, now that we've talked about both teams and where I believe both teams are structure wise. I'm not going to jump into who, which team I'd rather, if I'm a head coach or GM, which team I'd rather want to build with and be a part of, because I think that these are things. Lakers net, who's more likely to be, uh, I think a lot of you would probably pick the Lakers, but I'm going to give you my thoughts. Alright, so if I'm a player or a GM, I <clears throat> feel like I would much rather go to the Lakers. Now, and here's why I say this. Like, even though the Lakers have the more older players, we look at this right now with all the drama that goes on with the Nets, all the drama that has accrued in Brooklyn, 
I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a GM, I'm staying far away from Brooklyn. And the Lakers recently won a championship in 2020. So the Lakers do have some pieces that you could potentially trade off to try and build a better team. Where the Nets really just have KD and Kyrie. And then just like a bunch of like... You know. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to go to KD whatever, but like a, a bunch of like... Average or like below average role players. So I would rather pick the Lakers because they have the best player of his generation, and it's either him or MJ. Like LeBron, MJ doesn't really matter. But the Lakers have one of have probably the best player of this generation, and probably the somebody the said the second best player of all time. Um. First or second player of all time. So, I'd rather pick the Lakers. Anthony Davis, um, <clears throat> I think would be a great, like, piece. You could either use him or you could try to build around him. The thing up the Lakers is, they don't really have that one guy that you can build around as a GM. But they do have that recent history where you can flip AD. You could flip, just try to get assets for something. Um... You did give up an arm and a leg to get Kevin to, to to get Anthony Davis, but I, as a GM, would much rather pick the Lakers for the reason of their history. They have less drama. They're in the media an awful lot because of Russell Westbrook, and that's the thing of both teams. Like the Nets are in the media a lot, so are the Lakers. But like the Nets also have a lot more drama off the court and on the court than the Lakers do. Um, so I think I'd rather pick the Lakers. Uh, you have to do it beyond, like, um, you, you have to do it for media, like, Stephen A., Kendrick Perkins, everybody kind of just, like, hyping them up, and consistently talking about the Lakers, but as a GM, I think I'd much rather have my team be talked about more on these top-notch shows, like, First Take, First Things First, <clears throat> NBA Today, and be talked about in a negative way with the media, and in... The Lakers also don't have a promotic player by the name of Kyrie Irving, which I think does help build kind of culture and kind of figure out. So that's where I am. I would much rather want to be part of the Lakers. Um, but I could see why people would say the Nets, but historically and just for the sanity, I think I'd rather pick the Lakers. Alright guys, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the B2 Podcast. If you guys enjoy these episodes, as always, leave a like on Spotify. It's very helpful and very appreciative. Um, follow me on Instagram, at Brian as well as the B2 Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you check out the merch, uh, spring.com slash the B2 Podcast, and get all your B2 Podcast merch. Make sure you check out my other show exclusively on YouTube, the Zone Podcast. Um... <clears throat> Thank you all for sticking through this with uh people very dead of the like episode and just lack of content. I'm getting back. We're back. We're back. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys share uh whether you're on Apple, Android, Anchor, Spotify. Whatever you want, wherever you get your podcast, we have it. Make sure you guys check out the B2 podcast. Um hope you guys have a, a good day and uh I'll see you guys next episode for another episode. Peace out.